to Powwow Life Podcast from powwows.com, connecting you with Native culture since 1996. Here's your host, Paul Gowder. So let's talk about the 20 years of Powwow Livestream. I published an article and giving you all the details there if you want to go read it, but I kind of wanted to talk you through it and tell you some of the stories and even maybe mention a few things I didn't put in writing. So 20 years of live streaming. In, 19, in 2004 is when we started live streaming. Then I'll, I'll kind of paint the picture of what was going on for me at the time. Um, my wife was pregnant. Uh, it was late spring. Uh, we were ex- expecting our daughter on um, – actually, her due date was July 17th. She was actually born on her due date. So this was probably in April, May that I started having conversations with um, Tawny and her mom, um, Tawny Harjo and her mom. I'm trying to pull up Sharon. Um, I have links to them. Tawny is now the director of the Kiowa Museum. And Sha- uh, Sharon is a incredible Kiowa artist. But so they started, They uh, back then we had forums. We didn't have a Facebook group. There wasn't Facebook. We didn't have, you know, all the social media, we just had forums on powers.com. Maybe some of you guys remember that. And Tawny was active on the forums and she called me and wanted to talk about this whole thing that she had started seeing of live streaming. She was, she was pretty active in rodeos in Oklahoma and the, the Southwest. And lots of the rodeos out in Oklahoma had started streaming their events live. They wanted to be able to, you know, people at other events could watch what was going on or people that were at home um, or friends and family, they could, they could watch it. It was kind of a new thing. And she called me and said, look, she's helping out. She was on the committee for Red Earth that year. Red Earth is held in Oklahoma City in June. And uh, her mom said, look, we're, we're on the committee. We're helping organize it. We want you to come out and stream. I had no idea how to stream anything we didn't have, you know, nowadays you can go on Amazon and buy a mic and a camera and all this stuff. Well, back then you couldn't do that. We didn't have all this technology. So my first conversation with them was like, I I don't, I don't know how to do that. Um, I have no idea how to make that work or if it can work. Um, Didn't know if it was going to cost me thousands of dollars or what. I said, well, the other issue is, I'm supposed to be in a wedding, my friends getting married, childhood friends getting married. He's asked me to be a groomsman in the wedding on the Saturday of Red Earth. I was like, that, there's just no way. It's a cool idea, but it's just not going to work. Well, Tony and her mom were pretty insistent. And after a few phone calls, they said, look, well, whatever it takes to get you here, we're going to make this work. We, we want to make this happen. So they found a, a flight for me. Um, that would get me in on Thursday. So I'd be there all day Friday and fly home early, early Saturday morning. I said, okay, let's do this. So I figured out, Hey Steve, what's up? Um, I figured out the technology part. We pieced together the, you know, a camera and the equipment to go into a laptop to make it all work. I figured out what kind of software we would need on the website and the chat room. We got all that figured out. So I flew to Oklahoma to head to Red Earth. And for me, this was a thrill because Red Earth was, I had VHS tapes, you know, of five or 10 years of, of Red Earth. And those are the things I'd watched over and over and over again. I knew all the dancers there. I knew, you know, I, Red Earth was 
for us here in, in South Carolina, Red Earth was a big deal. It was one of those powwows you always wanted to go to. So it was pretty amazing to be able to go and see it for the first time. And so Friday at Red Earth in 2004 was a little different than normal Red Earth. Friday afternoon, they had a regular powwow session, grand entry, dance contests, the whole thing. And that went great. People loved the live stream. It was awesome. But it ended mid-afternoon, like 4 or 5 o'clock. And then there was uh, the ind- Indigenous, it was a, a band called Indigenous, were going to put on a concert. And thank goodness we don't have what we have now with all the copyrights and everything. <laughs> um, you know, if you stream somebody else's music, because that this stream would have been shut down for sure, because we streamed their concert live the whole night. But the other thing that was really interesting to me is that we only had one day. So I just left the thing going all day long. It was just streaming. But they broke down the powwow arena and started setting up chairs for the concert. And these poor arena staff guys set up chairs for like two or three hours. And I was like, oh, my God, what are, what am I doing? Who wants to watch people setting up chairs? Well, the cool thing is, and if anybody here is in the chat room that was back was around back then, I'd love to hear from you. But people loved it because not because of what they were watching, but because they were in the chat and on the forums and talking to each other and interacting with each other in a way that just hadn't been possible before. You know, if you go to a power, you know, it's it's all about, you know, you, you get to visit with friends and see family. And um, it, it, there's a the social aspect is a big part of what we do at powwows and now being able to do that online was huge. And so I think Sharon and, and, um, Tony for, for asking me to do this and having this whole idea, they had that vision and I didn't see it at the time, but I left Oklahoma knowing that this was different and this was something cool. So those first few years after 2004, you know, I, um, called some powwows. I, I, went around and trying to find anybody else who would let us do streaming. Um, and, uh, you know, I wrote in the article that's published out there on powwows.com now that I really do want to thank some of these first powwows that gave us a chance. Cause again, these folks saw the vision, saw the po- opportunity and brought us in. So red earth and hunting moon and Morongo and Manitowabi, they, they, from, you know, early into like 2005, they were calling me and, and having me do this, which was pretty amazing. Now, the other thing to kind of paint the picture of what was going on is uh, I was working full time. And, of course, my wife was having Brooke in July. So, you know, going into 2005, we were, you know, newborn. I'm working full time for the state. I'd only been um, in that job. That job I was in there for the I was working for the Office of the Attorney General of South Carolina. I'd started it um, in, I think. February of 2004. So I was new in the position and all of a sudden asking them to, you know, Hey, I need to take leave again. Cause I'm, you know, flying to California for Morongo powwow. And it didn't take long. It only took me a couple of years to burn up every bit of leave I had. And let me tell you, state government in South Carolina has a pretty decent leave. Um, back then I think I got 15 days of annual leave and 12 days of sick leave, something like that. Um, which was very generous, and plus all the state holidays. I used them all, and all for powwows, and to the point where I didn't have any left and really didn't know what I was going to do. Um, another big moment and a big, you know, 
thank you again for my boss at the time, Sandy Spring. She helped me um, <laughs> ask the executives to allow me. Basically, I just started taking leave without pay, and I did that for several years. I, if I was going to a powwow, I would just not get paid by the state, um, and it worked out okay. It was a little difficult for us, but we, we made it work, and that was the only way I could go to some of these powwows. And as it started growing, it was really crazy. And seeing the comments, thank you so much. I'm glad you're enjoying the story. It's a crazy story. And there's so many things that happened in between. I'll tell you some of the highlights later on. But, you know, I knew that if we were going to do more powwows, I was going to have to have some help. My wife traveled with me a few times, but of course she was working a full-time job too and and didn't have as generous of leave. She was working private sector. Um, So, I had people help me and, and go with me. Um, first, I want to say a, a big shout out to Stacy Felix, who was in Oklahoma. She was a big powwow person and traveled a lot out there in the Oklahoma area. And she started going with me. Um, she she went to Morongo with me for several years at Hunting Moon. Uh, she knew all the, the dancers and singers, especially in that part of the country that I did not. And so she was a big influence of helping kind of get helping us really spread the word and and uh, uh, back then we were doing like live cameras and letting people do shout outs online. And it was a lot of fun. And she, she was really great help. Um, Ryan McDonald toolbox on the forums. If you know him, he was a big help early on too. Uh, his background, he's a uh, AV, AV engineer. And I cannot tell you the times I would call him or text him or um, email him, message him on the forums asking him what camera to buy, what microphone. Um, Having somebody in my corner that knew the technology was really huge. And still to this day, I message him all the time. We we have calls and and talk about it. And he started traveling with me. Uh, Stacy eventually, you know, had a family and couldn't do it as much. So he started traveling with me too. And he, he went, he's, been going for years to Morongo and Gathering Nations, started going to Manitowoc a few years ago and, you know, others. And so he's really helped out. Um, in fact, we have one of the, one of the trips he went on for me. You can see it right there. He is. He's in the, there, he was able to go and pick up our trophy right there when we won um, a Native American Music Award. So really appreciated his help. And it's cool that he's in the chat. Him and his family have been a huge help. Um, and Ryan, we got to talk about Manitowoc this year. Uh, looks like I'm going to go back to Manitowoc this year. I haven't been in a couple of years, so looking forward to that. Then, uh, another big thing that really helped because I was really the, I was the problem. I, we could not grow the, the streaming anymore with just me because of the limitations I had. So somewhere around 2002, before we were in live streaming, Michael Gabbard, who was, on the forums too. All these people on the forums really, really were clutch. Um, he started helping me doing some programming with the calendar, doing some graphics. He's a, a, a database person. And so he helped me a lot on that technical side and somewhere along the lines, it, it, you know, he's like, well, you know, I can help out. So he traveled with me to a couple of powwows. And then we finally got to the point where it was one of those things. And I'll tell you, as somebody who, you know, I built, I did all of powwows.com up to this point, all on the side, right? Um, and in fact, until just a couple of years ago, all this was just a side project. And having help was amazing. But then 
letting somebody else do a live stream without me there was very, very difficult for me. I don't know if I ever told Michael this, but um, if he's watching, it was very hard to let go that first time and not be there. It, it, you know, giving somebody else that was is difficult. But man, am I so glad I did it. He, Michael Gabbard and his wife, Dolores, I'll tell you, have had an incredible impact on power on our live streams. In 2023, we streamed 25 events on powwows.com. Now, that's including some non-powwow stuff and powwows. It was a ton of things we covered, and Michael went to most of those. Most of them, him and his wife did them. Him being able to kind of take that on and over the years make make it his own, and he's kind of he handles all of that now. He calls the powwows. He he sets all that up. Michael has been a godsend. And look, if you've watched our powwow live streams in the last year, it's because of Ryan, his wife Dolores, and Ryan, Michael, his wife Dolores, and Ryan, who have really made all of this happen. Without them, we wouldn't have been streaming. 10 or 15 or 25 events in one year it is amazing. And a big shout out. I mean, you want to, I put this in the article and I got to say it. One of the things that it just shows you how dedicated Michael and his wife are this past, was it um, last weekend or the weekend before we, he streamed the Winterfest powwow up in Brandon, Manitoba. So they went up there on Friday, set up, streamed all night Friday. Michael gets up in the morning, drives to Bismarck, North Dakota, sets up at Winter Jam Powwow while his wife is still up in Brandon, Ontario, streaming, or Manitoba, streaming that powwow. He goes down, streams another powwow at the same time, drives back to uh, Manitoba that night and streams all day Sunday. Crazy. That's the kind of thing they're doing Big shout out to them. Please post in the comments. Let them know how great it is. It's pretty awesome. Thanks to them. We're really cool. Sorry if you're hearing that. Um, my daughter is texting. She's on a break from Disney World. So we're going to pause the story for a second. It's her first night of working not as a trainee, so she does not have a manager standing over her shoulder. Sorry for the interruption, but pretty exciting to see her. She's having a great night. She's working till like 2 a.m. tonight. Gotta love theme park hours. Okay. So that's kind of how powwows got started and where, how it grew to what it is now. Um, Steve, thank you so much. He's reminding people, if you're on watching on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. It really does help us a lot. Uh, and Ryan now manages our YouTube channel and has done amazing with that, posting videos all the time. It's pretty awesome. We're He's putting out so much content over there. I do want to mention a couple of highlights for me over the years, um, as well as some just crazy things that have happened. Michael, Ryan, and I were texting the other day about some of the crazy things. Some of the things we probably can't say on camera. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> there have been some crazy things happen. I mean, like there have been disagreements in the arena and the judges have come and asked us for the footage to try to solve those issues. We can say that. Um, 
probably a, a, a big highlight for me, like I said earlier, was my first time going to Oklahoma and going to Red Earth, having seen that for so long. That is a big highlight. Another one, when I think back on Powell live streams, one that always pops to the top for me is if anybody went to Skimitzin back in the day, Skimitzin was huge. And it was a four-day power. It was a Thursday through Sunday. It was a lot of, of dancing. It was really it was really cool. And there was one year we went up there and we were streaming. And um, the guy up there in charge of the, the powwow, he had this idea to highlight all the winners at the end with this spotlight dance. And we, I've seen you know spotlight dances before, but they did it in such a way. They, they brought in a... a a steady cam, like you know, the little the guys you see running down the football field with the, all the contraption over the head. This was way back when he had one of those. Rented a rig for the guy, and they cut down the arena lights and put just a spotlight on the dancers, and then used that camera to really highlight them up close and you know, in their face. I don't know that anybody. In the arena, they, they probably saw, thought that it was a really cool scene, but have, being able to watch the footage as it was going out, seeing how amazing that shot was and how, it, for me, it was just moving, seeing dancers being highlighted in such a way like that. It was really cool. I remember you know, when I was tearing up because I'd never seen such such a great thematic shot, uh, cinematic shot of, of dancers. It was really cool. That was Awesome. Uh, I see some people saying that they were there. It was pretty crazy, right? Skimitzin was awesome. Another highlight, and it is still to this day, grand entry at Gathering of Nations is always a highlight. Seeing that many people in the arena at the same time, um, that's really cool. And especially Saturday night when they put all of the um, drums together and they sing the Gathering of Nations song. If you haven't been there for that, that's another one that you need to go and see. Um. And a crazy moment. This happened to Michael just recently, um, just last late late last year. He was streaming a powwow, and they had to shut the whole powwow down um, before they even got really got started. Good Saturday night, somebody set off bear spray um, at the powwow. Really dangerous. Um, set off bear spray and um, had to shut it all down because they couldn't be in the arena. I mean, crazy stuff like that. There's we've been at Morongo when there was some. Um, some nefarious activities going on. Some people got hurt, um, not powwow related other people from the local area kind of having some issues. I mean, it's been some crazy, crazy stuff. We've had technology challenges. Um, we were one of the first years we went to Morongo. They ran a special fiber optic line for us to be able to stream. Somebody cut it. Um, and if you've been to Morongo, the tent where they have Morongo is not close to the casino. So, Running another fiber optic line was difficult. It took them most of the day on Saturday, and we were down. I think a lot of um, IT people got in trouble that day for not being able to have it back up and running. Fun stuff like that. You know, there's always challenges or whatever. But I will tell you that those are some things I remember and I think about. But the thing that keeps me going and keeps me wanting to push and do more live streams are your comments. And the comments we get, you know, I put some out on powwows.com today. And here, I'll pull them up. Clitzy says she remembers the bear spray. You know, when somebody re- writes in and says something like this about, you know, mere words do not have the ca- capacity to explain how much live streams and powwows has enriched my life. My wishes 
that more more often than not powwows are streamed live and we are given at least a day um, to plan around these events. So things like that are amazing. And then you see people write in and say things like, here's some more comments. I love the webcasts as they allow me to watch the powwows that I can't attend. My favorite would have to be any of them with the tiny tots as they are the future. Really, really cool to see that. Um, and more comments. And, you know, the best ones are when we get comments um, of people saying that they are able to watch at home. Um, they're able to, you know, if they're, they're not able to travel, maybe they're sick or a little old and don't, aren't able to travel as much. And they write and say, Hey, I just got to see my grandkid dance. Those man, those mean the world to me. And, uh, you know, I try to keep and save those in a little folder or we get somebody that's in the military and they're overseas and not able to, you know, and they're able to see a family member. That kind of stuff is awesome too. Um, sorry for the text. I am trying to stop that noise, but um, I'm not successful. Sorry about that in the background. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the, um, now they're saying that they know that I'm live. <laughs> Um, but those are just some of the things that have happened. Again, I am so blessed to have a team that works with me here at powwows.com and so blessed that you folks out there continue to watch. It, to me, it's also amazing to see there are other people out there now streaming um, powwows, whether they're doing it with their phone on TikTok or um, other companies that are streaming powwows. I love it. It is fantastic to see that more and more native culture is getting pushed out there for, for you all to watch. And, um, stats from last year are also amazing. I'll pull this up to just to kind of round out our discussion of what powwows have done. Um, last year in 2023, we streamed 25 powwows. It had a social media reach of 21 million people. That number is incredible. 21 million people. 255,000 times somebody hit the like button, commented 16,000 different times, and hit the share button 23,000 times. Those are, those are numbers that are just hard to even think about. Uh, it's just how much, how many people have seen that and, and, and interacted with it. It's amazing. 2024, we're going to do we're, we're going to do our best to to continue streaming as much as we possibly can, and we have some plans for 2024. Last year, we we did upgrade the server, kind of the box that we take with us that allows us to connect all the cameras and the sound and do all the switching and graphics and all that. We upgraded that last year, so that was big and major. Um, we we have two of them. We have one of them that's still old, and we'll, we'll hopefully be able to upgrade that at some point. Now we're working on upgrading the cameras. We've been using um, Canon and Sony cameras for a long time. Now we're upgrading to what they call PTZ cameras, where they pan, tilt, pan, tilt, and zoom. And we can control all that remotely. So what's going to be really exciting about that, we have one now. We're hoping to buy more. Um, what that's going to allow us to do is be able to put a camera further away from us, still have control of it, 
So we're hoping that we're going to be able to get more drum shots and more shots of the other side of the arena. When they do splits of the arena, we're going to be able to get more footage for you. It's going to be really, really amazing. I can't wait. But we do need your help. We do need your help to continue that. And one of the ways you can do that is to support us with our Patreon. Over at powwownation.com, that is a way that you can do that. And do want to thank all of our longtime supporters and our new supporters. Thank you, thank you. Um, supporting us over on Powell on Patreon does help a lot. As well as we got we got our merch. Um, and we put out some special merch for the 20th anniversary of live streaming. If you shop on Amazon, powwows.com slash Amazon, that helps us. We get commission from Amazon. It costs you nothing extra. Those are all ways that you can help us out. But the biggest thing you can do is continue to like, share, comment on anything you see we post online. That helps us the most. And, of course, in Thanks for listening to the Powwow Life podcast from powwows.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to get notified of our next episode. Find a powwow near you by visiting www.powwows.com forward slash calendar. Support powwows.com by visiting www.powwownation.com. <laughs>